there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So who would you go for? for If you've got to give me a name. Who would you want next? What about Zerbi then? Again, I think if, I, if, I, if I'm Liverpool, I'm going for it. The sporting director that Liverpool get is going to be very instructive of where they then go. But um, you want Alonso? Of course I'd love Alonso. Xavi Alonso is one of my favourite Liverpool players, yeah, yeah. if not my favourite Liverpool player ever. Hello everybody, welcome back to The Ripple Effect. This is a good one. We've got a managerial merry-go-round. We've got to go straight to the word of the week. Merry go round, which is one word apparently. God hyphenated. bless the hyphen. Yes. Three cheers for the hyphen. Um, <laughs> it's a revolving machine with model horses or other animals on which people ride for amusement. It's true, I guess. But in this case, <laughs> it is true. It's, it's there. It's true. It's, it's, it's there, it. black and white. Uh, but in this case, it's going to be about managers because with Klopp and Xavi now confirmed to be leaving their clubs at the end of the season, chaos will ensue. Not only at their respective clubs, but the ripple effects and reverberations of these two leaving their clubs who are at the top of the food chain means knock-on effects all over the world. So don't think your club is safe. Because trust me, when events like this happen together, they create all the ingredients for a perfect storm, which isn't a good thing. Some people say perfect storm thinking it's a good thing. It's not. No. We'll do that next week. The word perfect is misleading, isn't it? Yes. Yeah catches people out a lot and once you know that it's not a good thing when people go it was a perfect storm it just all came together it's because it's annoying Tom Hanks isn't it yeah <laughs> it's annoying anyway uh, maybe Storm Jocelyn was just lost in translation because it's now Storm Jürgen wow <laughs> really good Kai. excellent great right, right, Kai welcome, welcome back, back. Well, guys back people guys back yes yes got um, <laughs> so yeah lots going on here and uh, we've got two of my favourite people Alex Moneypenny is here from Hello, the different lot um, who, despite that fresh word that he said there, has actually just done an hour and a half of yeah. talking about your top 25... It's really hard to say, isn't it? Top 25 Emirates Era, Emirates signings. era signings. Yes. Uh, which will be out later this week. And he's he's flown in super quick, or slowly, actually, because of tube strikes. Sorry about that. He's literally flown in. Mm. Uh, Loz McKenna. Thanks for having me. Back again. Yeah. Probably two of the most... Um, You've got the most appearances, I think, you two. Most apps. Most apps. The Gareth Barry. I'll have to get you a ball or something. <laughs> yeah, a bit of cap. Yeah, seems to be the thing. Could Just get you a cap. Caps. Could get caps. I think there are caps out the back. I'll yeah, get I'll you one after. You, you two are my dream team, by the way, in terms of podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know, at the moment there's a lot of midfield duos going around and maybe there'll be a few more when Xavi Alonso comes in at Liverpool. But um, you two are like, I'm that third midfielder. Right. I'm Harvey Elliott <laughs> okay. to your Curtis Jones <laughs> and yeah. you can be well, Waturenda if you want. Well, Thanks, man. I've said it numerous times on this podcast, I massively rate Harvey Elliott. Yes, okay? so right, well, yeah, same hand. Right, uh, we have... Uh, <laughs> Not far. There you go, yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot to get through here because yeah. we, we're going to go through the managerial merry-go-round because we were talking about what we should discuss and and 
I'd imagine, I, th- I think, I don't think I've not seen you talk about Klopp over the last few <laughs> days. Uh, so we'll talk about that again. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's been a dry month in terms of football news. And, and this one, this one was a big one. Um, so we'll talk about Klopp, but we're going to talk through different options of different people um, if they become the Liverpool manager. But then when we were chatting about that, we were going, there's a lot of clubs that, or even national teams, that might need a new manager in the summer. So we're just going to have a look at a load of different options and, and see where it all settles down. Uh, obviously, we should start off with Klopp and uh, a ripple effect when it comes to Klopp. So here we go. Klopp wanting a break after Liverpool means nobody is safe. So if Klopp, say, went to Barcelona as Xavi's replacement, it means that an out-of-work manager simply fills that Barcelona job, which kills any ripple effects due to Barca not needing to take another club's manager, which was the starting point of the ripple effect, was uh, a transfer you know, at the top of the food chain and how that works its way down. I think it was, uh, it was Cucurea was the first one yeah, we ever did, wasn't it? Wow. What was that going to mean for Brighton? But uh, It meant lots of money, losing a player, but not really hurting <laughs> them. Anyway, anyway, that kills any ripple effects because they don't need to take a uh, manager from somewhere else. However... With Klopp being pretty insistent on taking a break, it means that any realistic candidate for the Barca job is already in a job and they'd have to poach that person. But who is next for Liverpool first? Now, we did a video on the channel and I think most people feel like Alonso is the obvious choice. To you, does he feel like the only choice? There are kind of like some rules around this, aren't there? Around what makes a good managerial replacement. And I think... The reason he's number one in the odds is because he ticks the most boxes as to what you would want. But I, there is no but. It, it, that is just true, isn't it? He, he ticks those boxes because maybe there isn't a dearth of candidates that we actually think are eligible. So maybe don't be sucked into this idea that he's the top of a very strong field. I just think he looks the strongest of a field of people that we don't really know what's going to be best to replace Klopp. It gets yeah. quite meta. And the more you talk about it as the days goes on, as the day goes on, the more you talk yourself in and then out of different choices. I was very compelled by the video that you made on um, Xabi Alonso. It's a really good watch. But I... It put me off him a little bit. Right. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, there, you know, you can do the same with culture and all those kind of things. So you can talk yourself in and out of any of these options. And especially with FSG and the way that they promote or employ. So, yes, he's the strongest to us, I think, in the public. But is he only strongest because he seems like the most obvious candidate? So I was chatting to someone about this and they were saying that I think with... And I don't know if this is a little bit romantic to Liverpool, which is a very romantic club. Mm. But they were saying that it's kind of... As much as it's about a tactical fit, which actually normally, you know, from my own experience, going and getting a manager who's loves the club and he's a former legend, but doesn't really play the football that's going to work for the players, you forget that he's a legend pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it all, you know, turns a bit sour. And you actually need to go back and you have to have a, a sort of clear thread in, in how you want to play. Um, so kind of coming back to it, like when it comes to Liverpool and the next guy, especially after Klopp, it's, what percentage of importance do you put on, is it percentage? I don't know, but what importance do you put on the man and what, importance do you put on the philosophy and those other for me the question of replacing Klopp is an interesting question because can you replace Klopp and I I don't think I don't think you can you know I think that's that's that you can make up the numbers in the aggregate aggregate that's you've not seen Moneyball I haven't seen Moneyball right Right, you've seen Money Pain sorry sorry. (laughs) Kai got it Kai got it for the record Kai got it I'm really sorry (laughs) so when I point you yeah right yeah yeah I just think it's it's one of those things where 
you were sort of referring to it there, like again from an outside perspective, it feels like there's a couple of clubs, Liverpool, maybe Madrid, to an extent, maybe Arsenal, United, whatever, where there's a kind of an idea of what a manager is, but really only the, the kind of the biggest clubs. In the end, winning is is, is the point, right? But I, th- I do think at Liverpool they do look for but the, th- the word I had was like father. It was like almost like a father figure or a, a cultural leader who goes beyond, gets the key to the city. You know, goes beyond Messiah. It isn't 100%. too far. No, it's, no, no it really no, isn't yeah, too yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I do. Th- Feels like it's too far. But we had <laughs> should to, be too far. But, but so, I get it. If every manager, and I think there's um, uh, it depends how meta you want to get, really. But like every manager that's come through and has been prolific at Liverpool has had that. Yeah, or, or any club, quality. or any club, right? Any Fergie, club, but- Pep, like those guys—they but- do become them because you're the Messiah. Because you're you—you you seem to have this power over winning football games, right? But sure, I- but I think there's also this like uh, this this other property to them, which seems slightly intangible. You can't really mm. um, quantify it in the same way. Shankly's not fully quantifiable, but his football is. Mm. Uh, you know, same with Paisley. Paisley was a reluctant. Um, Oracle or Messiah, whatever you want to call him, and the same with Kenny. Kenny was very reluctant to take the Liverpool job. He was, but also with very... all those guys, what I, what I think is really important here is, I think, I th- I don't know if I said this on on something or not, and I'm sort of slightly reluctant to, because I I felt like Klopp more than any other manager that that you've ever had. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out if he's just if he's just what. He's just wonderful in terms of you as a fan and what you would want a manager to be, or if it's a Liverpool thing. But in terms of what you would want, you want someone fatherly, powerful, big, like passionate, smart, plays front foot football. He's more that than Dalglish, t- timid, right? Benitez to Doug, a point. Timid. Yeah, I used like I used yeah. all these words with the most as respectful as possible because I know Douglish is number one. I think one. he's more withdrawn in in a, in a sense, and yeah. But in terms of what you see as a manager, sure. right? Like he's not he's not Pep, he's not Fergie, he's not he that kind of guy. I, I get the argument. Neither's Rafa, neither's neither's Paisley. We so I guess the question I would kind of bat back to you then is: cool. Do we not that Liverpool are like the kingmakers here? But very early during the Rafa period, there was something called the Rafa Tola, which they would carry through the streets, which was a framed photo of Rafa. Right. And it would be like everyone would sort of march towards the games. Not everyone, but, you know, there'll be a, a group of fans that would march towards the games, hoisting this photo of Rafa and yeah. being like, this is the Rafa-lution, these kind of things. Mm. So how much of it is... Rafa didn't ask for that. There's no PR team yeah. that backed that with Rafa. Liverpool kind of did that. So it's, so that's what I think. I wonder if actually we're all kind of making it up and what it really comes down to is if you're winning or if you not. win, yeah. Success but, does allow you to do that to yeah. an extent. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the basis. But then I do think, like, I would describe it like a paternal relationship that maybe Liverpool yeah. fans <laughs> have with 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 their manager. And for, for, for like, let's say for Madrid, it's more like a workman that you've hired. And like, if he doesn't, if he does the job, you give him a great review, fantastic. Thank you, thank you very much. But you're not going to go out for a meal with him. Sort of thing, and sure. I think you know some of the stuff I've seen from Liverpool fans like, "I'll look after them for you, Jurgen." Like you know, you know, it's it's that kind of that kind of conversation. I, I do. In the end, those things are set by people who are different, and you happen to have with Shankly, Paisley, and now Klopp. Will this be the, the sort of the the three? Kenny's up there as well. And Kenny's, Kenny's there, probably maybe. played the best football we've ever played. So that, but that's the kind of the culture of Liverpool that has occurred. I guess the question then becomes for the Liverpool execs. Do we want to look for another messianic type figure? That's quality? a great question. So it's a really good question. Or do yeah. we want to move on? Well, so and that's where Alonso seems like the right kind of reset. So he ticks those boxes as well. Which is, for instance, he came in obviously um, at Leverkusen, 
it wasn't going particularly well. He built his own kind of football. Obviously, they'd probably be a bit more predisposed to buy into that kind of football. But it seems like a fairly malleable team. He's not the guy, for instance, the other suggestions of Postacoglu, just big personalities, I think, that they're on the list. Some people were like Conte, and I was a bit like, well, that's obviously never going to happen. Deserby? Deserby, but I don't think Deserby is that same uh, size of personality. But the, the point is, he's more of a withdrawn kind of follow me, and I'm setting the example both tactically and in terms of demeanour. Alonso. Mm, yeah. Than Klopp is this, you know, and at times Klopp has been reduced just to this as a motivator. So maybe he's the right kind of reset because what, what you do not want is the next manager. And, you know, I say this reluctantly. I've got a lot of respect for what David Moyes has done at West Ham and at Everton. But it felt very much like, well, go on then, be Fergie. Yeah. And what you don't want is, well, go on then, do more of the Klopp stuff. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask is that it, it, it's such but a right, weird... No, literally, you've just proven that no one else yeah. can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you literally have shown us. Audio listeners, I watched a video yeah. of um, Klopp's, Klopp's favourite um, uh, favorite celebra- uh, celebrations. And it is always like, it's like someone's called him for his dinner and he just goes, yeah. and boom, yeah. just yeah. like legs it down there's, the way. It's a, absolutely amazing. A meme-like quality to Klopp as well. I, I, I just think... He's done well to actually avoid... See, again... Has he avoided it? I think he has. Like, in terms of how memeable he is. If he's if he's him and shit, he's, yeah, he's there's right. so you're many right. more you're memes. Right. He can but, only be that because of the success, can't yeah, he? Yeah, but like, that's, that's kind of my point about the sort of who's the right guy, who's the right personality... It doesn't really matter no. as long as they're they're great. Like, yeah. and and I think I agree with you in terms of Alonso, because I think I've done it myself. I I think Ange, Ange, I like in terms of like the fatherly aspect. I think he could deal with the pressure. Uh, the fans will love him because he's a Liverpool fan. Things like that. De Zerbi, unfairly probably from my own point of view, I think he's too erratic, and I, I presume that under in the cauldron of of Liverpool and the spotlight of that, I feel like. Mm. And again, it's probably not fair for me to say that, but the problem with all of this is is the narrative that will make its way regardless of who it is. And so there is, I don't know if you have that feeling, but there is a slight feeling that you kind of want to just throw someone... Uh, not under like the a buffer manager, or a stopgap, yeah. like yeah. a stopgap. Yeah. And so I wonder, that, and Henderson, I didn't think I about this. I thought, <laughs> Gerard, get yeah. him in. Yeah. Gerard, the, um, yeah, he's, busy. he's very or? busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to save his job. Yeah, the, he with. So I thought Alonso, and I, I agree. I agree with Alonso. I think if you go and get Alonso, then you have to accept that the first year is not redundant but not important it's the it's how he gets on in a four year period because you almost need to kind of get over the breakup to to sort of uh, let the you know let the sort of water settle for him to go and and do make his splash it's a really interesting point because i was watching the norwich game which again seems i i think this is something that we don't quite note enough about klopp klopp plays into the theatric elements there is he's not Mourinho kind of psychotic level of playing into mentality but he understands the theater of it all and i think that's something that often like managers almost get blamed for doing yeah but actually he uses it really smartly yeah he and does he does the pr of it's quite good you know the thing where he's like before a warm-up he'll he'll sort of stand and watch them and he said oh, i just want to see if they're doing anything bollocks yeah. absolute bollocks he knows what he's doing. yeah also he does it a lot more at anfield because he also he knows that camera like bt love that camera i think that's why they do the 1230s because bt just come or tnt come in and do that whole yeah. we'll rotate the camera around you can you just go and stand <laughs> over there for us mate but 
but what I'm saying is there's this there's this staged element to a lot of what Klopp does, and that's why it also um, b- buys in very well to the Liverpool way. Yeah. Liverpool are a very performative city. You know, it's 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 a very religious city in the first place. There's a lot of Catholicism. There was a, a huge Protestant element there. There used to be a huge Jewish population, and all of this builds into a lot. There's some beautiful cathedrals as well, and I think a lot of people miss this about Liverpool because yeah. they don't. Most people don't bother to go to Liverpool in their in their life and meet some scousers. Mm. You know, a lot of people just sort of meme them and go you know like I was at the Fulham game the other day I was at the Arsenal game the other day and I was sat in the Arsenal section I'm not saying Arsenal fans are inherently um you know against Northerners but the chants were you know sign on sign on and they're like you know go and get a job you lose it and that's the meme you lose it the guy was 56 um but the point is like they you know for, for that reason the analysis gets reduced down and the performative element of what Klopp does has very much been bought into at Liverpool. And there is, you know, Anfield felt different. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't at the Norwich game, but I was watching the feed. And I don't know, it's the first time I've watched You'll Never Walk Alone in a while and felt like it was being sung to him mm. rather than with him. Wow. Even now I get like goosebumps yeah, thinking yeah. about Ooh. that. He felt separate from the club. It was a mixture of... Uh, I'll get absolutely like I'll get destroyed in the conversation. It was a mixture of the first time saying to Klopp, "We love you, we're going to miss you, mm. and you'll you'll miss this." Yeah, but it was also, "Hey, we're us, and we need to be strong as a group as well to get through this period." Which I know sounds incredibly dramatic, but you get my point. Like there is this yeah. theatre and the drama of it. But yeah, if you don't want to show empathy, you're not going to. But like, but I think you can like you have to understand. You know what? Everyone's had that where they've had that that manager or that player and you do have this moment where you go oh it's not gonna last forever mm-hmm. oh no but at least we had the countdown with Klopp where we knew when the contract was going to end to, to an extent City fans have the same with Pep Guardiola where it's like well he signed on again so we've got another couple of years of this there is a reassuring nature to that and being able to go okay so it's not the goodbye tour yet but in a year we're just gonna leave a bottle of cologne on the side and go we love you just unwrap that like there's that kind of feeling about it you know it's you don't know you know don't know you're gonna miss your flatmates until you've moved out of that flat and you're going oh it's Friday night and we're not doing the pizza thing you don't know you're gonna miss these idiosyncrasies that come with every manager until they're no longer there Mm. and that I think is something that it's not it's going to be a periodic thing where every couple of weeks you go you know everyone goes this is his last fifth round game <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. is his last semi-final this might be his last, last trip Thursday to Wembley yeah. yeah his last oh his last Thursday game in the Europa League there is this big countdown feeling that I think we're not quite acknowledging yet which will also ramp up towards the end of the season and change how we feel about the new manager these guys yeah look, uh, look this, this is going to sound really hyperbolic but look, it's there's a truth to it right like, the meaning of life is death and so there's a terminal it's terminal Absolutely. isn't it it's uh, it's, it's going to be over then mm-hmm. and so so that it will be so outrageous for, for such a charged football club I don't want to go it's going to be game. so charged I don't want to go to that last it's game it's because my dad said oh do you think you can get tickets and I was like I don't want to go and cry in a stadium with everyone else on that last day yeah because I've been in the stadium when Carragher retired. I was there at that game. Oh, right. Yeah, it's QPR. Yeah, the, oh, the, yeah. And he took ball. like a long post and hit the bar. Yeah, I was right ball. behind it. And yeah. I remember there was just this feeling on the day of like, wow, like this is, you're watching, you're watching the changing the guard or whatever you want to call it. It felt that way. Mm. And this feels, this feels similar. I know we've kind of gotten off a lot of that. No, there, no, but, cool. but, but, but Alonso, 
Alonso at least will come in and they'll be like, okay, like, you know, you can see the goal and you sort of go, all right, let's just yeah, yeah, calm yeah. down. It was the, it, um, the reason I was talking about singing to him on the sidelines is it's the same when you're in the game. And, you know, when I was at the Arsenal game, we were right up in the gods. But every now and again, you just go, what's Klopp doing? Just to kind of get a read on what the way that we should read the game. Mm. We've been conditioned. You know this with Arteta and you know this with um, Southgate. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we in Holloway's. Yeah, yeah. Holloway was the. <laughs> we, you know this. You look for a read of what the manager's doing, and you react to that. And over the years, you learn what to applaud, what to go, ooh, what to be ne- actually be nervous about. And so much, we've been so reassured over the years because it's like, well, uh, lines lines high. And originally, when he played that hard line, everyone was like, "What are we doing?" And now it's like, lines high. Canate will catch up. Don't worry about it. Allison's massive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I get it. That'll change. Uh, with, with Alonso, like you say, in terms of the sort of flip-flopping of it, do you, do you feel like Alonso is the obvious one, by the way? I think there's a reason these names emerge. And, you know, no, that no one's got all football fans together and gone, right, we're all going to agree on this name. You know, there, there, there is a reason these names come out. And I think... Do you think the timing of the announcement has something to do with Alonso specifically? Yeah, so I wanted to, wanted to come to that. Did you watch the, the, the full half-hour thing? Yeah. So that was fascinating to me because because it was it was really really well put together i felt Klopp was really and i think you said as well really vulnerable really honest and stuff but there was two things he said one was he was talking about his wife and he said i explained to her and i said there was some and he said and there's some private things i won't share here which i'm you know i i, I believe Klopp is out of energy i do believe that but i think the reasons why he's out of energy are more are they have to be to do with Looking at how much Arsenal's spending, look how much Tottenham's spending, looking how much all these clubs are spending. Really, that's, it must be. And, and look at and going and going, a sort of stomach for I, the fight kind of thing. You know, can I go and do that again with the net spend that I have? And I also think you know, and there's you know rumours about Salah and you know behind the scenes, you know all all the, all the stuff. And I'm sure all of it sort of sort of comes in. But I think he also said something really interesting. And he said, um, I told them in November, and there's certain things until I make this public that they can't do. So that tells me, and I could be wrong, but my read on that is that they're basically saying we want to approach some managers, but the moment we do that, Fabrizio Romano is going to tweet it into everyone's pockets, and so we can't until you tell tell everyone we can't do that. So I think they have a a target in mind, and as I say at the beginning, I I just don't think these names come out of nowhere. I think the the question really is, and this move for you, is Liverpool, and I and I. Put the city in that because I think this is that's part of it. Is Liverpool ready for the words process, rebuild, uh, time, those sorts of things? Are, do you think they're actually ready for that? Um, to an extent, Klopp has kind of provided that time, that process, that rebuild because uh, we've already been through one. The impatience is never really so much on the manager as the ownership. Mm. And that's always been the case. Like, obviously, there's the FSG out group, and I'm, um, you know, people kind of join and leave. Um, mm. Depending on results, is <clears throat> the usual thing. Can, can we really take Twitter as a read of people's real opinions, or is it really like the group chats that we're all in? Or you, you know, know, that's so interesting. I was listening to a podcast on the way in, and uh, it was um, as the Gig and Pressing podcast. Um, it must be all about Klopp right now. Then, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, no, actually, I was I wanted to get a bit more on on, on Bayern actually, um, but he was saying I was watching the game. And he said I don't I don't go on social media anymore during the game. No. I find it exhausting, mm-hmm. and I was like. I find it. <laughs> I find that with people who will give you their full opinions of the game. And I go, you've tweeted forty times during the game. Yeah, are you actually watching, are you the, watching game? the game? I can't do it. I can't. 
I don't know how they do it. VR. Do you know, Joe's unbelievable. And I mean, this is the greatest, like, I guess it, maybe someone else is doing it. Now I say it. Goldbridge tweets. Andy's watching. And he's Andy's doing streaming. a live stream. He's a, unbelievable. He's, he's pretty prolific he's so good. In, a, in a sense. And I think, yeah, like there's only certain people who can maybe do that. I also think Mark has this kind of um, element of... He, he doesn't care if people tweet him back or he doesn't engage in that. He yeah, knows. Past, that, yeah, he knows he he's, so a, engagement. he's the biggest independent yeah. uh, football creator in the UK, second Incredible. to you. Um, he, I, I, genuinely, I think he's he, to you. there are certain people who don't, um, who don't engage in the, uh, the, the follow-up. Yeah. And he just sort of goes, this is my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. to an extent, that's why it's exhausting. I think you're a bit more of an empath. And you could sort of go, I've put an opinion out there. Yeah. Is it all right? Do you want to test if this works or not? You, uh, Alex, so the, the podcast later this week uh, is Alex going through his 25 players. And there was, there was a real sort of tough point in the first sort of five or six minutes. He's going, so my first bit, now, now, yeah, I, I now it's just it. my opinion. I can't do it. You've got to say it with your chest what? there. You, do do you have a lot of caveats I on love your YouTube videos. <laughs> you do, you do. First met, but anyway, they're just my thoughts. And I'm not saying they're likely to, but I do. I think if we engage in this process, that will be better. You know, it's different characters. And what I love about Mark Goldbridge is someone will pay Fifteen pounds to be like, oh Mark, I think this, and he's like, you're wrong. That's absolute <laughs> rubbish. You're, you're just you're chatting waffle. Get off my, get, actually get off my stream. Get off my. I'm like, but they love it. It's a really been, good impression. Someone paid me fifteen excellent. pounds. About, Thank you so much. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, look, you take a chance. I <laughs> shoot a shot. He's been real. He he's agree. been real. But yeah. uh, to, to answer the process thing, yeah, I, I think Klopp has kind of afforded whoever's next the time to do that. Yep. And to an extent, I feel like the constitution of the squad kind of affords you that as well. Yeah, looking think, at it, I, I enjoy what you said about Salah I think there will be some questions over if the next manager would continue with him I, um, and I think I think a question an important question is say Alonso goes right the one thing I'll say with Alonso because there's so many other clubs we need to <laughs> talk about it I if I was Alonso and someone who's quite specific on his career trajectory there is an easier road to Liverpool. Now we all kind of like hinted mm. at the idea next season is a really tough year. Even with even with the fact that it isn't Man United in the sense that there isn't a club that's kind of on the way. And yes, okay, maybe Salah is you know, he's getting older and Van Dijk is getting older, but both of them are killing it right now. The rest of the squad is young and and, and going into the sort of really good strong years. Um and is is actually moved away a little bit from what a Klopp team was and they're playing slightly different because of it as well. But that next year is really hard. And and Alonso is at the start of his journey. If he wins the league this year with Bayer Leverkusen, or even if he doesn't, Bayern Munich is the sensible place to go next. Because you yeah. win. You go, he goes there, he will win. What if you get eaten up by the... I mean, Nagelsmann was meant to win. I think Alonso is a slightly more agreeable character on the surface of things. Or, um, and Alonso has the Liverpool link. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, he also has the Bayern link. So say, so say someone comes in. Let's let's move it along, right? So like, say, yeah. say Deserby goes to Liverpool. Actually, this is the question: mm-hmm. If it's not Alonso, who do you want? It's a difficult list of names. After that, I think when you start going through it, it's awkward, right? It's. I think it is a really awkward time if you don't get Alonso, which is why I think they will get Alonso. And again, I think there'll be an understanding, especially with the, the the fan base there, is that whatever happens next year, a bit like Guardiola in his first year with Man City where they struggled and then look what happened, there will be an understanding that that's the same thing with, with Alonso. Same with Arteta, right, as well. Pep, Pep Lynn just seemed like one of those names, but he's leaving as well. So oh, yeah, that, I feel that feels like a bad idea. Yeah, think? Uh, I think it would have last season. And this so season. low on gravitas like in comparison to and Klopp. That, that's what we're kind of going to find out here. And what you want is an almost seamless handover as to how much Klopp was responsible for 
all of these different aspects. And obviously, I think he's a huge element of that. But I'd, so, who would you go uh, for? Um, you, for ha- if you've got to give me a name, who would you want next? I, I have to say, from from a Liverpool again outside looking in, I think you don't. The last thing they should do is try and create another messianic figure. Another, I think a Deserby has enough to go in and be like, okay, I can fill those boots, but not enough to go and do it. I agree. Which is why, which is why I, I think he makes a lot of sense. And I think from Alonso's perspective, I go, mate, you're 42. You Roy look great. Hod- Roy, <laughs> you look great. Definitely. Roy Hodgson's, what is he, 75? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, what is it? That's like 33 years of a career. Take your time. Make the right move. Stay, stay by, by Leverkusen. Prove yourself. You know, whatever. I think for Liverpool... Chubby Alonso makes a lot of sense going that way because going, look, you, you'll be a different style of manager. You play a markedly different style of football. But for Alonso, I think that's a bit of a poison chalice. So I don't have a name, but I think whoever it is has to fulfill that thing of a very different style of manager. I think you want someone who's much more of a meeker, someone who is Im- immediately everyone goes, OK, this is different and that's OK. Yeah. I think anyone who comes in and goes... Klopp 2.0 as yeah. part of Liverpool 2.0 is going to fail. You just can't be that. I think, as you said, with focus. So, uh, if it was me, and you could literally, you know, you can play God with this. I, yeah, I do not hate the idea of Alonso uh, and Alonso goes and takes that Bayern Munich job and does well, and again can sort of be in that job with that pressure because being Bayer Leverkusen manager is very different. Is this leading where I think it's leading? It's, Southgate. It's yeah, not. Yeah. No, uh, it's not leading. Probably not. It's not leading to the person who would then vacate the Bayern Munich job. No, no, good. No, no, no. Okay, not just checking because that, that went so well at Dortmund. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. no, no. I am um, the guy before him. I would go for. I would go for Nagelsmann like as a stopgap. As a like stopgap, he's not the same. He's not going to be that guy. You know, you have a quiet word and go. Please don't wear those shoes. Don't wear that jacket. You know, just calm that down a bit. You know, trousers that get to the end of your foot. Things like that. But I think, <laughs> yeah. As a, he's, but I think he's a good man. Not end of it. End of your ankle. But you. I think he's a good manager. He's finished after the Euros. He's not Klopp. He's gonna uh, he's gonna play sort of a pressing style of football, but it'll be attacking. It'll be fun. It'll be all those things. And if it doesn't work, you've still got a a, a more mature Alonso. I, I don't disagree with that. I think he's br- broadly he plays the right style of football. I think he's maybe slightly closer to messianic than um, Alonso is, just because of his sheer personality. Mm. Um, a lot of these managers on this list seem like they seem to have come up against a personality or two in their career and annoyed a few people. Um, so I, I can't really fault him on that because the other managers have kind of got the same strike against them. Yeah. Well, that's because that's the thing I think with Nogglesman, he's been, uh, look, now, according to reports, Bayern Munich, like the dressing room didn't really like him. Like, fine. But what does that, that mean? Though? That happens quite often. But what does that, I don't know what that means yeah. because I also, the dressing room didn't like Sadio Mane and Mane was. I don't know if they did like him. Yeah. What I mean is he didn't fit in with the, yeah. the culture that was there. And when he arrived, they got him a birthday cake and they said, you're going to fit in really, really well here. And then two weeks later, it was like, you're not going to fit in really, really well here. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that's more of a Munich thing than I something agree. else. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's it. But I think understanding that spotlight, I think, is important. And I think in the Germany job and this job, especially the home Euros, I think that those are all great um, experiences for him. Is it, that enough time in the summer? And is it a good, good thing point. if, say, he doesn't win the Euros to then go, on? well, on to the Liverpool job? And it's like, but mate, you've just mm, really yeah. just fallen out of both jobs. Coming back to, to what, you, what you said there in terms of that list of names, and this is something we were talking about when we were sort of putting together the pod, we were thinking, what's weird and what's going to be great is that you've got these sort of like huge names. There's the guys that have kind of been there and done it. Yeah. And then you've got this sort of like, 
on the up, have been at a solid club. Then you've got these guys who've not even really been at the big club yet. And so it's a massive, it's a massive leap for even like, so like, say like Arteta obviously linked with Barcelona, obviously it's bollocks, but like we're, we're talking about that. But say like, he's he's got a footing, let's say Arteta, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Unai Emery's kind of had that footing and he's now got that footing again. Um, you've got Thomas Frank, and then there's Thomas Frank and then there's um, De Zerbi who like that rung below that. No one's sort of jumping in there for me, mm, apart, apart from, from Alonso. Yeah. But even Alonso, like he's not, I don't think he's totally ready yet. And I, I think you, it's a ma- waste yeah. of a great guy who can be the guy. There is also... Next you can't do it. There's, by the way, the argument that you can go one way, so you could go to Liverpool, you could go to Real Madrid and then go to Liverpool afterwards. But it's very difficult if you're a failed Liverpool... Failed. Yeah. Or if you're a Liverpool manager that had to leave and then go up to... Up. It, Madrid would see it as up to Real Madrid. Do you oh, not see that as up? I mean, I think every Liverpool fan wouldn't... I mean, because of the experience you get from the club, you wouldn't feel it's up. You'd feel it's across and you'd feel that we're there in the same... Stri- I understand where Real Madrid are yeah, and what yeah, they yeah. are, but they're almost a different type of club yeah. mm. and they are on next rung up. Mm. But to Liverpool fans... What about the other way? Like, is Liverpool the other fans way... would take him if he'd left Madrid because he'd right. be like, come home, yeah. we'll, we'll care for you. The problem with the other wounds. way, though, is is who leaves Real Madrid with their stock higher, really? No one. So, but we'd still take Alonso even if he'd been dumped out of Madrid right? because we would, un- we would feel like, well, you've been chewed up and spat out. We won't do that to you sort of thing. Even though, to an extent, Brendan Rodgers was kind of chewed up and spat out. Roy Hodgson wasn't. Roy Hodgson was absolutely fine. Um, but you get my point. But also there's this need not to swing the other way and go towards the Brendan Rodgers level because I think people, are very, they remember how that ended. Mm. And we sort of go, okay, well, does Deserby look more towards the Rodgers? That, that's yeah. why I keep coming back to Nagelsmann because I think the, the affiliation is not there in terms of being a Liverpool guy, but he's he's enough in terms of he's he's done, I feel like he's done something. Mm. And I think, I think you need someone who's done something. I think there might be a lot of shuffle at the top you know, I'm looking at, you know, we, we, firstly, we never know when Pep's going to leave. We, we don't know that. I think that'll be a seismic thing. I think Newcastle might move on from Eddie Howe this summer. I think Unai might be poached by someone. I think, you know, there, there's, you know, there's obviously international jobs coming up. There's going to be a lot of turmoil. I think from Liverpool's perspective, it might be worth going, we have a number of options. Let's see how it plays out. If you can't, if you, and personally, if I was them, I'd go get Alonso. I think that's yeah. the right pick. But I think if I'm Alonso, I'm saying, I, I, I've got a long career here. I don't need to go and do that. And I think then in that position, if I was in Liverpool, I'd say, okay, you know, a number of opportunities are going to come up this summer. Let's see what happens. What about the numbers side of it? Because they do say they're going to be quite data driven, which who knows what the hell that means. But they they think it's going to be quite data driven. Who they choose. Who they choose. And so it does, it opens up a whole new set of managers there. And Nagelsmann's probably in that group. Uh, Marco Rose, obviously, um, with uh, Red Bull or RB, whatever you want to call them. Um, It does open up that sect of managers where it's more like, and it kind of speaks to your caretakery, slightly more buffer zony sort of. Listen, we're as a club, we're going to go in a different direction and play the numbers game now. So actually, you don't need to worry that he's not Klopp because we were never going for Klopp. We were never going for someone like that. We were just going to, you know, money ball it or whatever you want to mm. call it. And this guy who comes in, don't get behind him, but do, but get behind the players. You know, get right. behind the club. As a, I don't think that's Liverpool. It doesn't. I think feel you that need way, a sprinkle. But... You need a sprinkle yeah. of. Personality of romance of uh, a true affiliation. There. It's not like FSG something. to misread the room. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on, we've got a couple of ripple effects here. Uh, ripple effects here because I think it's, uh, these are interesting just to sort of get your uh, reaction to it. So say Al- Alonso wins the league, goes to Liverpool, Bayern sack Tuchel, 
buy and um, then hire whoever they, they want to. Um, if that manager is currently within a job, then that team is going to need a manager. This ends up with uh, filtering down until someone hires a manager currently without a job. And it ends with Tuchel going to Manchester United whilst Eric Ten Hag becomes the Netherlands manager. I don't mind, Eric. Uh, I don't mind either. Would you put Tuchel forward for Liverpool? Or? For Liverpool? I think he would want it. Yeah. <laughs> um, do I think it works? Not. Guess not. He did win the Champions League at Chelsea. He seems... Is he a buffer manager? People find him quite... People find him unlikable for whatever reason. So hard when you're that character type and I really don't know what it is. There's big problems between him and the Bayern board already. He seems... And he had that with Dortmund. Didn't he have that with Chelsea? What he he might be is, as, as you say... You, you couldn't sell this as this, but he might be a nice buffer manager to go. If we can't get the guy we want and we know we can go and get too cool, that means maybe Trent, Van Dyke, Salah stay. You know, and, and that's probably going to be another thing. And, and you know, if you go and get a project manager or you get someone who you know is a bit of a buffer because you, you know, it's, it's accepted that this is someone we didn't really want, I wonder what happens with the, especially with the comments from Van Dyke. And this is the problem we keep coming back to is that that is the story next year. Yeah. Is that, that, is that you're not. Oh, you're David Moyes, aren't you? Yeah. You're Unai yeah. Emery at Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard. We've I got to get behind him. There's got to be like a like that. That's, that's why it needs to be broader. It needs sh- to go. Yes, you're here. We couldn't give a shit about this it, year. Exactly. It, and very early on, kind of laying that out in public yeah, yeah, as yeah, to yeah, we're yeah. going to move on like this. Yeah. And does that does that send the right message to a player like who's a th- almost 33 year old Virgil Van Dijk? He's going well. How many more titles? Yeah. I want to win some more titles. Yeah, you know, yeah. do I go to Ajax or something and try and win a league there? Try and rebuild with them. Does it send the right message to the players you're trying to sign going mm, yeah. right this year off? They what need to make a call on that as well, don't they? I guess they, he wants to play something something uh, Option two, Alonso goes to Real Madrid. Girona win the league, which sees Real Madrid pull the plug on Ancelotti quicker in order to get Alonso. Liverpool then go after Emery. Stay with me. Emery leads Villa to European football this season, maybe even Champions League. This gives Aston Villa a lot of pulling power and through their appointment of Emery in the first place shows that they're an ambitious board. So who's a manager who will always do well in Europe? Carlo Ancelotti? Dum-dum. No, or, I can see this. <laughs> Just see what's next. <laughs> Jose Mourinho, Aston Villa. I d- yes. I don't mind Yeah, Villa? I mean, I mind it because I think it leads to similar Roma-type outcomes. Is- that is such a... Is this the right phrase? Heel turn on the sort of class and, and manners of Emery. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Going from him this to is, Mourinho, like the ultimate... This is when you've simmed too far. In yeah, well, ultimate Machiavellian yeah. guy, as opposed to the guy, you know... Why just says good evening every single time. <laughs> why why would you do that if you're Aston Villa? I don't think they would. Also, would Emery not look at Aston Villa as a relatively pragmatic guy, knowing you know he was at Sevilla for years, he probably got loads of offers while he was there, and go, I'm good. We're do you know? Build. Do you know what I could see? I don't see Ancelotti. I, I Ancelotti's a dream. You can see Tuchel. Yeah. A Villa. Yeah. If he gets bombed out by Bayern Munich, wants to come back to the country, um, wants. That's a good yeah. squad. That what about Ancelotti great at Liverpool? I don't no, hate... No. That is a shout. Please, no. Oh, that is a shout. <laughs> a new oh, would he? Yeah, he probably wouldn't, would he? But Why not? Everton is next. Everton. I think he's just on. Oh, like, yeah, because he was shit. so loyal to them in the time. Yeah, yeah. He's literally like, <laughs> well, yeah, my... someone else offered me a job. Cheers. Well, you've got a contract here. It's like you Nicky Barnby all over again. <laughs> you will deal with that. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Like, it, when we keep talking about buffer managers, him or Hiddink. <laughs> Jack Hiddink in there. Oh, Rafa? 
<laughs> it's just such a difference and never return to where you've been is, okay. is the answer to okay. that. There's a few names you've not mentioned that I was kind of, Thomas Frank stood out a lot more to me and so did Graham Potter who hasn't been mentioned but in yeah. neither work for me. I think at all. Potter's such a such a he's a tough one now, isn't he? You don't really want to touch it. It's it's the the it's the perception. It's unfair. But it's, it's what, people what's the nature of that ick? I think I think it just went so badly at Chelsea, didn't it's the, it? It's but the perception. I think this is the thing. Yeah, that that's true. Is, it's true. perception, isn't it? And like you know, if you took a if you took a picture every year, going one year, one year, you'd be surprised. Oh yeah, we hated him. Oh yeah, we thought he was brilliant. Then oh yeah, and that year we thought it was. I, I think two things. One, one. I guess the Ch- the Chelsea failure there a little bit. A top job that he didn't seem to have the personality to kind of get through. Mm-hmm. What Deserby's done at Brighton. Kind of diminished his, right. his, his uh, yeah, achievements right. there a little yeah, bit yeah, okay. in terms of how far it's gone. What about what about Zerbi then? I, I again, I think if, I, if I'm Liverpool, I'm going for him. Do you take him to pinch him uh, away Man from Man City? Because there is a feeling that he's the next Man City guy. That's a massive feeling at City. I think right now, Mo- everyone I talk to at City always goes, Pep lo- loves yeah, Zerbi as his replacement. Yeah. Um, do, yeah. Do we have a precedent for a manager having a period of success at a club and then the Next manager having as much or more success at oh, top club after Pep at Barca. Paisley. Shankly, Pe- Paisley built on Shankly's. Um, in, in everyone the, sort of went, "Oh, see how this guy does," and it was sort of like, "What?" Yeah. He was honestly mental. Like, I think in, he was already in the system, so that's where the Pep Linger's sort of idea comes from. Yeah, right, I say two, that's two thousand onwards. I, t- I can't uh, think of loads uh, of examples. I think in terms of pa- dealing Barcelona? with the modern noise as well. Yeah, yeah Barcelona, I guess. But Luis uh, Enrique. Yeah. Uh, was that straight after? It was relative. It was within the blast zone of Pep Guardiola. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so from that, in terms of, I mean, Bayern Munich have sort of been able to pass on the torch and overall be okay. They're a very different club. Like, it's a bit like Juventus, though. Do you know I was going to say mean? Juventus. Allegri was able to take over from Conte and it was fine. Like, Napoli have kind of had a complete fall off this season without Spalletti. Some people even said Spalletti, but I feel like that's just specifically, um, and it, it, he picks the job he wants. I don't feel like that works in broadly. Yeah, there is um, Ruben, uh, Ruben Amarim. Amarim is being mentioned a lot just mm. purely because of the the football he plays. Peter Bosch as well at PSV is a decent shot. Yeah. Uh, neither of those, I think, you know, if, if we're writing off Alonso's top of the Bundesliga, I feel like anyone in a, not in the European top five league kind of struggles to get into the name. Yeah. But there, there is that element. Again, it feels like a jump, doesn't it? But is there an element with FSG, <laughs> is there a bit of a move to go quite left field and almost do a Pochettino type appointment? Because po- obviously Poch was big surprise at what he did at Southampton yeah. and mm. relatively quite a big surprise at Spurs really because his points per game at Southampton weren't actually all that they weren't bad <coughs> they weren't all that good I think could, the problem could, could is do that analytics numbers yeah I get what you're saying I get what you're saying I could because I think the difficulty here is it's sort of being forward thinking is tough because Klopp's been forward thinking mm. and, and he's brought something new like often often like a manager where you say like Pochettino, they went, wow, look, this guy was an unbelievable player. It looks like an unbelievable manager. We've got Nigel Adkins, despite him doing well. Like, this is a, this is a, you know, this is a jump. So we go and get that smarter guy. I think that jump isn't the same jump. Spurs so, did the same. <laughs> who did Spurs? Who did they come, who did they come in for? He's oh, now a TV no. pundit. Oh, Tim. Is he not? Yeah, of course. No, yeah. Was it Sherwood he came in for? Oh, wait, it was Sherwood not after him, sorry. And then Mourinho followed Sherwood. Was it that, that way around? I don't remember. I don't know. Kai, can you search Difficult yeah. period. Yeah. Difficult. That's a ripple effect. Uh, Tim Sherwood's his own ripple oh, was effect. Was it Phyllis Boas? <laughs> Probably was AVB. Sorry, it was AVB. You're right. Oh, 
yeah. So yeah. So it's it's tough. It's a, such a tough appointment. So, but I think, yeah, I think Alonso does. It makes sense, but there'll be growing pains. Uh, let's move over to La Liga and Xavi at Barcelona. Sherwood. Was it Sherwood pre Tim Sherwood, Pochettino, Mourinho. Yeah. Right. But, but again, always, Tim Sherwood's in that list, and that's all that matters. <laughs> but always in, in, in football, often, with, especially with managers, you go from, oh, he was this, but he was lacking that. Right, let's go with the guy who's got all of that, but he's uh, lacking the other one. The problem and is, you, with, you just go, you flip flop from can, side to side. Can I just float one thing before we finish on Klopp? Float away. I have had some, these all have to be private conversations with a few people who are big Liverpool fans, but write about Liverpool or YouTube about Liverpool, about the difficult post-Klopp era conversation that we might have at some point, where now is not the time to have the conversation, but on this part it is. <laughs> has, he, has it always been as rosy as we're going to look back and think of it as? And is it therefore as difficult an appointment as we're making out it is? Um, because the rebuild has happened. Mm. Do you mean from behind... From the, the walls, yeah, or, or or in terms of what we've seen, in and terms what, of what is we've the witnessed, fan connection with Klopp. Well, so for instance, when I was making the Jordan Henderson documentary, um, which was an interesting experience, and obviously retrospectively, that's fascinating. But um, with that, there are a few people who sort of went, mm, "Yeah, it's." I just don't think Klopp does X, or I just don't think he does this or that, and I was sort of chasing that trying to get a real right. answer out of it. And just some, most people just gave me the answer. I think there are a few awkward conversations. I don't want to taint his legacy. I'm not trying to do that. But I think there are a few awkward conversations we should have about Klopp. And at times the 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 leeway that he was afforded because of the success that he took us, but also just because, it, like we ordered at the top, we wanted him to be, we anointed him yeah. as that. And it sort of bought him a bit of time, especially last season when even in the Times this weekend, I think it was Jonathan Northcroft said he was thinking of quitting. Mm. Right, I think I, I think he says it himself in that interview. Mm. He, he says a few times, "I've got too much responsibility," and hopefully that's one where you know he is this. He's a very powerful person, so both like in his personality and his role there, and it's got more and more powerful, which is probably why he's burnt out as well, because it's a lot of like it's a constant kind of moments where people are going right. So we need to decide on this player, and everyone just goes. Mm. And looks at Klopp, yeah. and Klopp's going, well, yeah. you know, aren't you guys supposed to? Aren't you supposed to make the decision? So it might be one where it's like it's it's a bit of both, where it's like yeah. he's become that guy because he's phenomenal, especially after Edwards. And, yeah, yeah, but but he's also aware of it himself and has the humility to go. This needs to change, maybe as well. And no, no manager is perfect, and I think the same know, eleven with Arteta, won't it? Yeah, of course, and, and, and it, it kind of is happening if if he. You know, yeah, of course. And we were talking about beginnings and endings in the, in the other podcast, the future podcast. <laughs> but I think, you know, there will always be a question. You know, even let's say who is the greatest club manager of all time in the greatest ever period of their life, Pep Guardiola. There was question marks in his last season. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Some people were unhappy with the style of management. He froze a bit. There's always going to be question marks. So I don't know. I, th I think, yeah, I, I just I just think with, with Klopp, I don't think there's a risk of overselling it. I think he, if you look at what he's done, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not necessarily saying that. I just think sometimes narrative can sometimes take over because we have such a lack of other information from yeah. inside the club. Yeah. And so all of our, the, gaps, yeah. the pain and speculation can sometimes be fueled by just the assumption mm. of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, and it could be a release of pressure there. To an extent. And also, you know, FSG uh, painted as incapable. Well, I think what we're going to see is a lot of the truth 
about all of the different parties, including Klopp, Possibly, yeah. um, come out in the next year to 18 months. I always think, wouldn't it be amazing to skip forward to people's books? Like, I, I want to I hear what really happened with certain situations at Arsenal in our tested book in 20 years right. now. I, I kind of want that with Klopp and a couple yeah. of the players and what happened last, last season is really fascinating. It's easy when you're winning the title to go, yeah. he's amazing. But when things aren't going so well, and I was at a Brighton game last year where players were openly shaking their head after passing the ball. Really? Open. I've never seen that in the Klopp yeah. era. People passing the ball left or right, you know, in the way that Liverpool do, and going... But he has fixed it, hasn't he? He has, but you wonder how, and you wonder if some of the people who yeah. left in the summer... And also, you're right, it's, like, it's naive to to suggest that when you have to change a, a club, and I think we've seen this more and more, we're getting that insight from from all these ex-Man United players who then do podcasts and... and, and you hear, oh, he bombed you out as well, and he mm. bombed you out, and he bombed you out, and he bombed you. Go, well, hang on. Well, maybe Fergie was actually probably not as enjoyable as much. He maybe ran, you know. And people just go, oh, you should, I used to be so afraid of him. Yeah. It's like, well, actually, that's yeah. is that a nice emotion? It's, probably it's not. Gar- it's Gary Neville constantly putting a nice spin on it. And I was absolutely terrified of him, but honestly, he was a great guy. And yeah. yeah. Actually, he killed my wife. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was good for the team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, I think. So I think you're right. There's, there's there has to be collateral damage doesn't there at times so that so yeah it won't be as i think it won't be it won't be as damaging as we think but it will have to be a little bit damaging right? changing changing um like you know any kind of ripple in football is always worrying if you don't know where it's going yeah unless it's like a new striker coming in you're sort of like this is brilliant it, the most ripples feel quite disturbing uh-huh. even <laughs> Syria agrees yeah, yeah. um <laughs> sorry la liga Yes, La Liga. Uh, Xavi and Barcelona. Uh, Xavi's failure means that Barcelona could go left field with their next manager. Xavi's failure at the club, despite being a club legend, means that Barcelona will very likely go in a different direction when it comes to their next manager, meaning the next manager could well be someone with no prior affiliation to the club at all. Obviously, there was a bit of talk about Arteta. And he's what I love when he goes, This is fake. You probably do the impression better than I definitely. That um, this is fake news. And then he goes, With nothing on his face, he goes, I'm really upset. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, What? Huh? Like, are you are upset you? or are you not upset? I'm confused. Uh, but it looks like he's kind of not going with that. What I found interesting was how the drop off of Barcelona, like, there's no way. Eight years ago, or I don't know, like four years ago, maybe mm. that the Arsenal manager doesn't take that job. Because so, sometimes there's, and this is a thing that like I have this argument with Flav sometimes with with Ange and, and Tottenham fans don't like it as well, is that they don't want to accept that they are obviously in a different world. But like, so QPR, when you have a good manager who does well, he goes because he has to go because you're not at the top of the food chain. And with Tottenham, they're sort of wanting to be that, and they may well be that, and he might stick around, and it might all be fine. <laughs> But what has been generally the rule with Tottenham is that they aren't at the top of the food chain. And so if he is good enough and his name's Luka Modric or Gareth Bale, he will go. But with Arsenal, I think, and Arteta, again, if we move this along a bit, he would have gone, wouldn't he? But he doesn't see Barcelona as a good option as we talk about this in Spotify Studios. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. apologies. (laughs) I, yeah, I, I think two things here. I think firstly, we underestimate, you know, we... We so was sort of referring to it earlier. We're working with scraps of information. It, uh, it I would, you know, c- clubs and managers know 
that like you want to get the board right, you want to get the exact right, you want to be in the right right situation. Arteta knows that there's you know it's he's not just gone. Oh, I'm just in love with Barcelona. He he will be thinking, is that the right move? He has all of those things in mind. And I think sometimes we underrate. That, yeah, of course Arteta will be thinking, is that the right move in terms of the exact structure? Am I going to be supported there? Am I going to have the the time there? All these sorts of things. Funds. The funds. No, and, no, no, and no. no. <laughs> and, and, and you know, and he, even then he goes, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the way it works in Barcelona. Yeah. I know what it is. They go Xabi to defer his wages. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he already owns his house and stuff, and like whatever. Yeah, it's fine, but, but yeah, it's yeah. pretty mental that yeah. this club keep going. Yeah, about that. Could we? Um, we were thinking because you really love us. Could you, we not pay you that money we promised? It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and, and I think we uh, we maybe overrate that emotional attachment because that's the information we have. But you know, Arteta will be aware of so much more than we are. I think also because there's every you know, and we're part of it everyone's constantly having conversations and refreshing and rethinking and looking at things from different angles, which I love is an amazing thing. We forget that these guys, I think generally there is a, a shift towards younger managers anywhere. I, I would be surprised if the average age of a Premier League manager hasn't gone down. Yeah. When Roy Hodgson goes, it'll <laughs> drop. <laughs> it'll plummet down. It's pointless almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, <laughs> yeah, but, um, but I think, you know, these, us has what, 41, 42? He's got so much time. If he wants to be a Barcelona manager, he can do that. Yeah. And I just think, if you took a little step back and didn't sort of over, I, I think anyway, oh, you know, the people who believe that, I think you're just caught up in the drama and the romance, which I completely understand. But if we just take a step back and go, right, so you you think this guy who's got 30 years possibly of a career left is going to leave a job where he's probably getting going to be paid more, going to have more resources, going to be in the best league, going to be in a team where he's spent four years getting emotionally attached to all these players, all these outcomes, and he's just going to go, yeah, do you know what? And they're going to defend yeah. my wages. I don't mind. And his ego, by the way. Who would, if you're Arteta, you're thinking, I've built this over the years. Every manager at the very top level has a massive ego. And I'm not saying it's like this out of control thing that, you know, I like can id which controls them. But it is this thing where it's like you have to have that force of nature within you. Klopp, to lead. Pep, Arteta, yeah. all these guys. Yeah. Which is why when people talk about someone being weak, I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> like... That and that's the point with Arteta is Arteta's not going to want to leave and go. Yeah, someone else pick up, pick that up. Yeah, yeah. Which is also what, like you said in your video, makes Klopp so remarkable with mm. the, the letting go of that. But Arteta, this has got his fingerprints all yeah. and, over it. And everything he's done is with essentially the promise that this is leading somewhere. Yeah. So if it doesn't lead somewhere, then that's a catastrophe for Arsenal. But yeah. why would he go? And I think we get caught up in the you know the the the, the weeds of the conversation without being able to look at out. Uh, I want to also want to pick up on what you said about the upset thing. You know, these I think sometimes we forget and I think in the all or nothing documentary it sort of dawned on me that you get the media press press conferencing, you get you get the the, the conversation before I think it's Mark Ganella at Arsenal who says, you know, this is what you're going to be asked, this has happened whatever. You know, and he talks about, you know, Arteta was talking about like meditation and taking time away from his phone. They are as much, you know, he'll be getting texts in his WhatsApp messages saying, have you seen this? Have you seen that? All that sort of stuff. He'll be across this. And, you know, that was happening on Sunday. He had till the Monday mid-afternoon. There's going to be a strategy put in place. And I think it's quite a good strategy to say, essentially, almost emotionally go, you've really hurt me. You've really hurt me because it, I think if you're to, then to who? To, yeah, to, why is that good? To to the to the those reporters in Spain um, because they rely ooh. on contacts. They Switch it back on them is they, what you're saying. They rely on your your investment, your relationship, and if you say that, really upset. Right. Me. So this is when Justin you, Bieber gets doorstepped by the fans, and he and he turns to me, goes, "I'm just trying to have some me time at home." <laughs> 
he turns back to the Barcelona reporters who are going, we want you here. We love you. We we are Barcelona. You are Mikel Arteta. And he goes, I just want some me time at Arsenal <laughs> yeah. right but now. It's, it's, uh, but that's not the reference I would use, Lawrence. But that sure. is, it know, works perfectly. It works perfectly. Yeah, thank <laughs> me later. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think going... If you want, if you have a relationship with a reporter, and they're writing stuff about you, and you go, yeah, you know, it's kind of fine. I'll give you, a, you know, because it helps me or whatever. Yeah, sure. And then you go, you've really upset me. I think that's a way better way, and it's yeah. it's calculated. I it's think way you, be- you're you're. And the way you delivered that was miles better than the way he delivered it. <laughs> this is, by, an, by the way, an insight into your manipulative relationships <laughs> yeah. that you have. You were ten minutes late for dinner. You've upset me. <laughs> I just, I just think it's. He does. He won't have said that something so emotionally charged, even if it wasn't emotionally said, without a little bit of thinking. And that, and that, then the the the, the gloves go back on. You go, okay, yes, you know, we're yeah, not no, going no, to push, like push that. And that's why I think. It was. No, I hear that. Love that. Um, and also, like the top line is that Barcelona squad is not as good as the Arsenal squad. You've got no, it, less money, and it's precarious. It's a precarious situation. Why would you take it? You could lose everyone this summer as well. Like, they are going to... The reality is they're going to have to sell people. Right. And mm. good people. Mm. And, you know, I know they want to hide that, and a new manager coming in maybe gets people to defer their wages a little more or whatever. Yeah. But the fact is, it's a decaying team because of the way it's been um, financially mismanaged, yeah. which, you know, I, I know is very difficult. And, you know, there's a lot of naivety, and maybe the people who are there at the moment aren't fully responsible for it but you know for that reason is Mikel Arteta gonna go yeah I'll help you out here like that's the way I think they want it to be shown as like you will be the savior almost putting public pressure on him to pick it up and go well if you really care you come back and it's like I do care and you've ruined the thing I care about should be the line that's again that's the weird thing that Barcelona got to deal with now is that their standing is not is not what their standing was. Yeah. And it, often it does come back to to money a lot of the time. And and he's got... This is the thing with Ange as well. It's like, and, and this is where it's, it would be fair for Spurs fans to be annoyed um, in terms of him getting stolen is that often... or Sorry, rarely as a manager do you have firm footing. And mm. Postacoglu has such firm footing right now. And Arteta has such firm footing right now. If you can really understand the value of that, then then the shiny thing isn't as shiny anymore. I, to- I totally agree. I think that came through in what you were saying is the precariousness, the precarious nature of managers' jobs, but how aware inherently they're going to be of those things. Yeah. And Arteta's probably very similar. Where I know, like you said, the, the, the solid base he has to build on Arsenal right now is so different to Barcelona. But it do- for that reason, that... Does Barcelona become a little bit tempting? I guess is like the possibly, possibly other... but again, you know. He's but got for his, who? And, and also, he's standing on a possible pre- precipice of going up against his childhood idol and childhood best friend for the Premier League title in the best league in the world. Why on earth would you leave? Was he friends with Thomas Tuchel? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> so, can you see? Could you also, just to finish that off? Go can on. you see? Um... Could you see, say, like, Poch doesn't work or something? You see Xavi going to Chelsea. Oh, God, wow. Xavi at Chelsea for some so reason. So you have Pep, make sense. Pep Arteta, Xavi, Xavi Pep. and uh, Alonso. That would, by wow. the way, Possible. and Emery. That is also the style of football that Roman Abramovich from beyond the grave wanted to play. <laughs> Didn't he used to tell us how they wanted to play tiki-taka, Barcelona yeah, football, yeah, tiki-taka yeah, yeah. at Chelsea? Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly. And Xavi, I think, would actually probably fit because there'll be so many people in London who would just have this reverence yeah. for yeah, Jav- possibly, um, yeah. Xavi's football. Poss- po- sorry, possible future episode. You don't necessarily have to put this in. There's an amazing thing about, um, I think it's Iriola 
Alonso, uh, Unai Emery, uh, yeah. and Arteta. Oh, sorry. Possibly Lopetegui as well. Yeah. I don't know where. Bastard They're matches. literally from like about yeah. half an hour drive. Yeah, we're yeah. on it. We're on it. Yeah, we're on that. It's mental. Yeah, it's crazy. Balagay just licking his lips. Absolutely yeah. loving so it. So many books to be written. So many, yeah. so many books to be ghostwritten. Uh, so with Barcelona, I did think when you were talking about the Arteta thing, I was like, I was imagining a press conference and then uh, Guillaume in one of his wonderful shirts and everyone's going, He's upset with you. I'm not Spanish. You are. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Uh, so with Barcelona, uh, the options here I think is quite interesting is say someone like Hansi Flick, who is the third favourite at the moment, Rafa Marquez, good friend of mine, met him on a trip recently. Um, He's a Barcelona B manager. I actually, weirdly, from that 40 minute conversation, I would go, I'm not sure you're ready. Yeah, really. Because <laughs> really? he was a bit like, yeah. mate, it's like, he didn't say mate. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. He, went, yeah. he was like, mate, you've got to be like a psychologist. <laughs> he was like, he was learning on the job, which is that's the whole point, right? It's worrying if that's the revelation when you're going into the management job. There is a huge mental aspect to this, you know? <laughs> no, I think it was more like, I think it was more that like, in my day, you just kind of, you get on with it. Whereas now, you've got to sort of coddle the players have I feelings do, now. I think that's partly yeah. where um, so didn't have some players are quite valuable in a team. Like, um, if they what if they don't have feelings? <laughs> well, kind of if they're just <laughs> more mean. Well, they're durable, cold in a sense. Yeah. Like Liverpool squad had that quite um, firmly under Jurgen. Well, like they were all, and that's yeah. One, you got Van Dijk, Milner, Henderson, and not none of them. They, I imagine they all had emotional depth to a degree, but none of. You know, having questioned some of them, it is very much they like, have grit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you is can that difficult for you? you can well, I went into rehab and I was rehabbing, and rehab rehabbed me. <laughs> oh, I think, okay. I think you need a front, but then you know you get Rio Ferdinand on a podcast saying something along the lines that wasn't exactly this. Oh, well, mental health wasn't around back then. <laughs> And I'm like, right, okay. No, that, that, you, you know what he means. Far the, I know what he means, yeah. but I know what he means. But that that being able to say that and not catch yourself. Me, for me, I think if you just completely disconnect, mm. y- yes, you can have a front, but if you completely disconnect, there's going to have it's going to have other repercussions. To, to an extent, we are encouraged as this generation to experience the experience while we're in the experience. And I've think... got a rule in today's pod, but you've got to say the same word three times. You've just done rehab, rehab, done yeah, experience. Sorry, to realize that. What's next? Yeah. Um, well, next is the next <laughs> word that I will next be saying. Um, <laughs> I can. Uh, but what I mean is, you, when you're feeling in the moment, to an extent, footballers are discouraged from cerebrally analysing that. So, to, you know... Be present, basically. Being yeah. present, but being, like, Klopp calls it playing with the stomach, I think they say in Germany, where it's like, he went, we're playing up here, we want to yeah, play with yeah, the yeah. gut. Oh, I see. And what I mean is, a lot of players psych themselves out. So if you go to a striker, you're scoring loads at the moment. The pes- press guy's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. He's just scoring loads at the moment. Don't ask him how, don't ask him why. Right. He's just scoring. Yeah. So stop that. Don't make like, too big a thing. Basically. Yeah, don't make too big a thing of it. And that is where I think that the list of managers we've gone through in this managerial merry-go-round is, that's really interesting to see who's going to be able to level the boat at Barcelona and get that. Yeah. Or do you need it, do you need it to be a big thing? So like, I think, so right. Hansi Flick, the third option, Luis Enrique returning, which I, I don't hate it, um, but I think he's got something good going on at PSG. You're always kind of judged on the Champions League, but I feel like there's a different feeling around the squad this year. It's a much sure. younger squad. They seem Mbappé's to have reacted really well. well to him as well. Yeah. Considering previous managers, it was literally like, no, you're not the guy. Yeah. For the biggest footballer, the richest footballer in the world to go, you're our guy. And again, like, so like the Arteta thing, is they're at the start of something really exciting there with Zaire um, Emery. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, yeah, so many great players there. The the one I, I This is one where I go, it's funny, I... I don't like Deserby for Liverpool. I really like Deserby for Barcelona. Yeah. 
Mm. I think they need uh, they need that kind of mm. energy from him. I think I think what's happened with Xavi, uh, and he said it himself. I'm, I'm trying to get a sports psychologist on next week, but it'd be great to get your thoughts on it as well, guys. Is uh, what I found really fascinating with the Jurgen Klopp uh, interview and the Xavi uh, one as well is is how they they are getting broken by this job and that the the, word, the wording of sort of energy and not having energy mm. and Javi said a similar thing i wonder if Javi in terms of his personality it was such a big job for him but i i think he's not he i think he is a leader but it's it, it, he's not able to kind of release the tension if that makes sure. sense like in his personality that i think it's kind of i feel well he's kind of said it himself he's kind of crushed him a little bit is that but Barcelona? like the energy that you need as a manager but yeah, also it, the, the Barcelona, energy yes, the Barcelona is a big walking lie um, or at least a big walking facade <laughs> mm-hmm. at the moment and to an extent every manager needs to believe their own hype but it must be even harder if you know the, the thought process you want to go through the psychology the psychological elements are then coming up against the wall of Barcelona going we're Barcelona Remember that when you go out in public, because <laughs> we've got money. Remember that, like yeah. his own. But we can't give it to you this year. But you'd definitely give it to you. No, but that's the point. No, no, I'm like, good. Psych- I'm good. Psych- Here's an IOU. But that's the point psychologically down the line, and even that takes a an impact on someone to you know how many CEOs of a company go and do a weekly press conference in which the press go didn't go so well this week at Disney, did it? And they have to go actually things went pretty well uh, as, as far as I know. To, to be questioned like that and to almost have to front up mm. is incredibly, um, I guess, strenuous. And, yeah. you know, this has happened since... the league last year, which tells you... Like, at a canter. Is that, though, is that... Are we being misled by a number of things here? Like, Alonso's top of the league. I know he's top of the league in the Bundesliga, but, you know, Bayern have uh, stumbled quite a lot this season. Uh, Xavi won it at a canter last season. To an extent, there was an open lane that he just kind of slipped himself into and they drove forward... I'm not saying they're bad managers, but let's not be misled by different data. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what the truth is, to be honest. I guess, again, with a lot of these managers, who's done it again and again and again? Like, none of them, them really. I mean, I think Arteta, Arteta, we've we've seen it, we can see it, but we've not... (laughs) I'm doing your thing now. We haven't seen it in terms of the trophies. You've got to see it when when you see it. You've seen it. Then you've seen it, haven't you? Like, you haven't seen the trophies... But I think you've seen everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I think we're always looking for patterns, aren't we? And I think I guess the problem is again in our world where we're all desperately trying to get the word genius into a YouTube title. Like everyone's like it, you know you've just got to get to- you've just got to get there for a second. You don't have to stay there, which again shows how amazing Klopp and Guardiola and those people are. You know, despite having the funds to help it, you've still got to keep the energy up and keep it going. Mm. And I think what's so fascinating about this. One is it again? Is it the climate of being a manager these days? Is it the energy that you need and and end up expending, which means these managers aren't? It's it's getting harder to be that career manager and always be at the top with it, or are you just kind of asking too much? Anyway, do you know what I mean? Like, say Emery has failed, but also has utterly succeeded as well. But so off the field, obviously he has utterly succeeded. The guy's a multimillionaire. <laughs> Um, you know, that's, I think in most businesses that would be seen as success, mm. but in football, it's that life and death element that, and the, the almost marketing or the, the framing of it all that maybe we don't do particularly well. Mm. And to an extent watching Klopp and uh, all these people leave, I think shows the performative element of what it is that you have to do to keep the facade of football up sometimes 
It's not, by the way, as if this hasn't always been the case, though. Like, you know, Bill Shankly left Liverpool because he was tired. He was exhausted. He was sort of, he'd felt he'd done everything he could. Yeah. Mm. Sir Alex was, a, you know, a bit of an anomaly. But Wenger was clearly broken in those last few. It clearly broken him. And he was, and it doesn't mean you, you're fully broken. You can be 20% damaged yeah. and still have that 80% still to give. Mm. And because you're a prolific figure, 80% still is. 10 times what, you know, half or 90% of the rest of the population could give. And it's the mix of uh, needing a da- needing enough data to go, well, Klopp's unbelievable. And em- Emery actually's kind of come back round to stay, allow himself to still be relevant for long enough to go, no, actually, no, he was really, really good. But then you'll have other managers where it's we're still at this point with... Alonso's so shiny <laughs> right now. Look at him. Mean? Even but in all your thumbnails, I'm like, wow, wow he's so shiny. I want to yeah. click that. And all the Shout photos that he uses in a suit and stuff like that. I'm always like, my God, yeah. look at you. But uh, you're right though, but like the depiction of these people, that's you, we do it with thumbnails. You'll Mourinho find you'll find it. a face of I've done it. You Google Wenger upset. You'll find those pictures to, mm. to, you to help with it. I know. But, but like, I, even I, say Mourinho, 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 the special one, right? But if he's around long enough. Mm-hmm. Then now he's washed. Now he's finished. Remember, remember all the ads. Remember all the you know the toast popping out the toaster and him like catching it. It was like Mastercard or something or Amex. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. That was like a whole thing. And the Chelsea players bought it. It worked. Yeah. That he was the successful Machiavellian whatever. That works mm. because not everything in a lot of it in management is facade. Mm. Is the way you can be a leader and all these kind of things. It worked for a time. You know, it works for a time. And, and then, but for long enough that he quit in twenty. If he quit in twenty eleven, we go legend. Yeah, yeah. Which, you're like Hansi Flick. If he doesn't take the Germany job, what a manager! Yeah. Unbelievable. Like it, the stock just goes up and down all the time. You're Speaking face, of which, you, you're, you're exhibiting sceptical eyes a lot in no, the last just, few minutes. I just, I think it, I, I always think like if you said to someone, or what, what do you do? Uh, I, to, I get up at six. I normally get home about nine. I don't really see my kids. I work weekends. Um, I'm paid loads, loads of money. There's loads of people who I've never met constantly criticizing me. Um, you know, you sort of you put it into human terms. You were like, oh my god, yeah, who've never YouTuber. done my job? That is a horrendous. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. oh yeah, YouTubers. <laughs> that is a horrendous job. How do you get through it? So you, I'm the, sorry, uh, Mr. Beast. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> that bar of like of 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 the, the barrier to entry to even get to the job is a very particular type of person. So of course these guys are going to get knackered away. And I think you're you're right in saying, you know, even even Pep, he overthinks. Has he, you know, did he? Had he won the Champions League? Everyone's got a question mark around them. So I think when we come to judging managers, what happens is we go, we got one question mark. Well, then we can't have him. Mm. It's like no, there's going to be question marks on every. Yeah, yeah. So, so and to an extent, the, the fans fill the gaps. Yeah, and also again. Yeah. It's one where if you're going to have a discussion, we've got to talk about both sides of it. And the yep. problem with Pep, Pep is so amazing and essentially bulletproof. That is the best thing we can find. That he might overthink a bit. Yeah, exactly. What does it even yeah, mean? What does it even mean? Is it, I'm not <laughs> I think sure that we, well, with Pep, we but I've done it. I've literally. done it. I've done but, loads of courses because I've got nothing else. Yeah, but the, you know, we, we all do it. You know, Graham Potter would go, "Well, no, no, no," and you just move on. It's like, well, hang on a minute. This is a guy who's got to the very top of his profession one of the top 50 let's say in the world at what he does and we've just gone well he had a bit of a bad time at Chelsea for six uh, months, I've done so it I've it. done it in this yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so, terrible and, 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 so and dismissive we, of a good man and we all do it but I think for me it's about exec structures and, 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 and when your point manager is going 
what are our gaps mm. and how because you know let's say we have an incredible culture already okay we don't need someone who can come in and change that we need someone who's maybe a real tactician and picking the right manager for you so it's an obvious thing to say but looking at it the other way around and going you know what are our gaps let's fill that in um i i i think with pot and 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 also what i was saying about almost a picture perception moving past the perception of a manager into what are the strengths and weaknesses not what the outside crackers that will change game to game results as a result season to season that will change mm. but what our manager's unique qualities are don't change that much over a course of a you know if you if you go if you go we've got this this most incredibly tactically minded club but we want to sort of build a bit of a profile get Mourinho in you know that's 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 your answer there right. it's, it's, that it's is filling in the gaps that is kind of the answer with Alonso here is I think obviously he's had short, such a short time at um, at Leverkusen every manager gets worked out or a system sort of gets put back in its place at some point. You know, your tactical breakdown sort of broke down to me. There, there are a lot of obvious um, features to his tactics and obviously there are nuances to every team. But when a new manager comes in, like Potter kind of had it at Chelsea, the football he'd been playing for a while kind of got worked out and the meta had moved forward. You had that with when you had football meta and you were talking about what next. Mm. It's how those managers are able to implement these changing elements of so the, the position of the centre-backs or yeah. the position, how many defensive midfielders they have, all these kind of things, where the, the wing-backs are. How malleable is that system? Mm. Um, and, you know, to an extent, Poch has kind of shown that this season. Like, there are still hints of the old Poch, but there's a lot of stuff at Chelsea that's had uh, that would have changed from the old Pochettino. Mm. And he's struggling, weirdly, because of the core of what Poch needs, which is that striker that he doesn't yeah. have at the moment. It's so strange to see yeah. these things that are either good or bad for a manager and the things yeah. they can change on the periphery. Totally. I, and I think we also, on that, project, you know, Poch, Poch, is, Poch goes in and immediately plays Poch ball. So even the manager, even Pep himself says, I'm playing John Stones like this because I have John Stones. Not because I had this, you know, wacky idea. Sat up at two a.m. drawing on my chalkboard, going because he's definitely got a chalkboard. Yeah. Going, you know, oh, this is this will work for that because, and then I'm going to sign that player. No, no, you go in and you go right. I've got thirty individuals who all have different strengths and weaknesses, and it's it's managing that. And I think sometimes we go, well, that p- potch ball won't work there. So, well, hang on a minute, it might not be the same thing. So, yeah. you know, it's it, it's so relative. So, so in terms of stock, kind of. I can feel like it's turning a little bit, but I have been um, told by new, some Newcastle fans, a lot, most Newcastle fans, that it's nonsense, but they are in the tough place. Is, is Eddie Howe, who's kind of who's done well. He's like, at the end of the Bournemouth days, everyone's like, well, yeah, well, I mean, he's not not got it anymore. And then he goes, Newcastle does an unbelievable job. And I come back to your point, I think that Eddie Howe is a great example for me. Is that I always often say with, when it's about a manager, you have a, you back the you back the club or you back the... Or you back the man. Mm-hmm. If you back the man, you let them ride that wave of of, of difficulty. Mm. And I think Eddie Howe is, is one, in my opinion, I have no doubts of his um, humility, his uh, drive, his ambition, his work yeah. ethic, like, and his openness to kind of to yeah. get better. Yeah. And so I would always kind of stick with him. But uh, another job, and what I would I would like to get your like final answers on all of these jobs, like who you would like <laughs> right. to be the manager. We'll do that. So, but Southgate in England, so. Uh, this does feel like Southgate's last tournament. It is. Has to be, doesn't mm. it? So if Newcastle sack Eddie Howe, does that line him up for the job? Uh, I think it's one where he's the best English manager right now. Um, the other option we've spoken about him a lot, Graham Potter. He's actually the slight favourite to be manager, obviously out of work at the moment as well. Um, more Southgate-esque, I would imagine, mm. in terms of kind of mm. quite... Uh, I don't want to say yes, man, but you know Southgate's quite, quite calm from that that point of view. Eddie Howe's not too bad when it comes to that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
another name that's chucked in here, which I, I, someone else was talking to me about this the other day. If it's not Eddie Howe because he's still at Newcastle and Graham Potter is able to get a different job, Jose Mourinho is out of work. <laughs> that is true. That seems irrelevant he to this that, situation. Would he, um, <laughs> would he want that job? Would he want the England job? Of course he would. I don't think, he I think he's gagging for that. Just really? Gagging for yeah, it. To come back is. to England and get that adulation. Of course he is. I just wonder if the adulation's still there at this point in his career. But I if, think all mate, the... I would let him, I would let him do he could do any he could he could take all <laughs> my possessions if he wins as a World Cup. I don't mind. Interesting. I, you know I'm like I'm a bit Brexit with this. Like, I, I don't I think it's cheating. No foreigners. I think it's cheating. Well having a having a foreign manager. We're England. But is that not we're part so of England? We're very good at like going around the world, and I mean, and I say this ironically, we're very good at going around the world and, and kind of just, things. you know, <laughs> sort of conquering. <laughs> yeah, we we can do that, but slightly yeah. less hot. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, well, but this is this isn't that, is it? This is this is getting something into to conquer. This is way more serious. Yeah. yeah, I get your point. I did, so you're saying Mourinho and anyone else is a cheat code, and it can only I, be a stable of English managers. I think it's damning on your coaching uh, and your grassroots setup if if England can't find an English manager that's a nonsense I think it is nonsense. I think it is but I think that's a separate issue from whether you should be allowed to have managers who, who are yeah I mean as a broad point I don't think you should be allowed to full stop because I think again it's about opportunity so the opportunity at every country should be should be that just like you don't have I mean you have people with dual nationality like I get that but like you have to be English to play for England Ask ask Jack Grealish and Declan Rice. <laughs> it, what, what, what about <laughs> some, Irish to play for England? What about some of the other people out there? Like I'm just looking through a list of the top ten English managers in the world right now. There are a couple of names in there where you sort of go, oh, "There's that's a, he's budding." Will still Carrick? I just thought of Carrick it. is another one who obviously masterminded the one nil and well, then the, the old Middlesbrough connection there the as well. Result. McKenna, yeah, lovely. Right Ipswich, McKenna. McKenna, McKenna yep, yeah, yep, yep. I think you know that name is synonymous with success in England. Yeah, can't even get past. Uh, <laughs> can't even get past uh, Maidstone. Can I? No, good point. But then the, Michael Carrick, um, obviously Neil Warner could be a loose end come the end of the season. We'll give it to him for 10 weeks. Go on, uh, Sam. Yeah, in you get. Have I, another go. I, I want the best man for the job, and I think if Pep's leaving, please you could throw Pep. everything. Yes. Throw. Oh, that's cheating. No, that feels I'm like not, cheating. I'm not saying we'll get him. I'm not. And I'm not. He would never. He'd never be England. I would love Pep though. No, I'm sure he'd love Right, uh, let's get some answers then. Liverpool, who will be... We'll go round the table. Kai, it's going to be you first. Pressure time. Liverpool, who will be... Not, not. Is it who you want? Or who you think it will be? Either, I don't care. Go on, just answer the question. <laughs> Where, who's going to... Sorry, who's going to be the next Liverpool manager? Fadioli. Whoa! <laughs> From nowhere. Just because of the data side. So he's only scored 21 goals, but second in league earned. But they actually create about three or four big chances per game. Okay. So they should score more. That is that's kind of to your point, Loz. Maybe more so. likely to go somewhere else. But yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh Liverpool. I can only really say Xabi Alonso because the field doesn't seem all that crowded right now. Um I'm talking myself in and out of it on a daily basis. I I think the sporting director that Liverpool get is going to be very instructive of where they then go. Um, and I think the fact that they're prioritising the sporting director possibly shows, therefore, what kind of manager they will prioritise. But um, you want Alonso? Of course I'd love Alonso. Xavi Alonso is one of my favourite Liverpool players, yeah, yeah. if not my favourite Liverpool player ever. Okay. Oh. Uh, Alonso. If I was Alonso and advising him, I would say don't do it, but mm. I think it will be Alonso. 
Thank you, Harvey. Uh, ditto. I totally agree. Really? I would. I would. I, I think there's a smart move to Nagelsmann. I really do. I think Nagelsmann's a really is, is an interesting shout. I just think there's a lot of fireworks there, and it's easily hijackable by the press. Nagelsmann seems like the kind of guy who cares a little bit more. I wonder if England would eat him up and spit him out. And I feel like Alonso yeah. maybe isn't that manager. He's learned. He's seen Rafa go facts and he's gone mm. don't do that <laughs> like whereas Nagelsmann goes I've got a list of facts here I've got to read them out in a press conference it's not the first no, press no, conference no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona I'll go first I think they'll end up going with uh, I keep I, I think it could I think they might go Rafa Marquez but I think it's either him or Enrico for me Luis Enrico um, I think they should go with De Zerbi. I don't think they will I don't think they can get De Zerbi, can they why not it <clears throat> If you're him, he would take it. I think he takes that. Really? Do you yeah, not think? I think he takes it. I'm staying, yeah, I'm staying at Brighton. I think, not staying at Brighton. I think what he's doing is he's just wait. I mean, if you're Man City and you, you know, you're right, and or uh, Man City a long way off from reemploying, but I imagine maybe you're right in the sense that he might go. Oh well, yeah. Well, yeah. I could sort of go there and then there, yeah. or he might also go. Well, even if I fail at Barca, I can just go finances. Yeah, and someone else will pick me up. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Barcelona. The only okay. thing I would say, De Zerbi. Bit close to the mic, mate. The only thing I would say, De Zerbi, when he was at Sassuolo, he had Ken Prince Boateng. Barcelona came in for him on loan, and De Zerbi said, "You have to go," and pushed him out the door on loan. Ken Prince Boateng goes back to Sassuolo, and then leaves for Fiorentina, and De Zerbi goes mental with him. So maybe that shows that he's got a sympathetic side to Barcelona. Maybe, right. Interesting. I wouldn't say mm. no, but I think Michel the. Girona Girona, manager, yeah, because he's Spanish, but he's learnt Catalan and culturally fits Barcelona, especially with like the election side of everything. It pleases a lot of people who vote. Yeah, a bit left field as well. Yeah, yeah. that's a good shout. And also maybe like left field enough that they can justify it by yeah by sort of going, yeah. well, you don't you don't get it, and mm. he's not bigger than the club as well. No, yeah, that's true. Um, Al? I think De Zerbi could basically go anywhere he wants, I think, really. Um, I'm not saying every club would want him, but I think he thinks, I could go basically anywhere from this job. So I think he's probably going to wait for a Madrid, a City or something like that. I think Barcelona will either promote from within or go for the bloke from Girona. Okay. And last one, England. Southgate makes his way after being victorious at the Euros, beating Wales in the final. And ah, come on, man. Wait, does, say the, fuck the, me the, for. Got to the final. Got to the final. What are you about? Draws and wear that way. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, who will be the next England manager? It's such a nebulous, such a like, weird question because it doesn't seem like a particularly strong field. I think it'll be Potter. Potter wouldn't upset me. I just think, how long did it take him to implement a style at Chelsea? And you look at that and go, you've got two weeks, mate. Off yeah. you pop. Contact time is huge. For Contact him. time is massive for the for any international setup. And maybe he could change it, but he doesn't strike me as that kind of manager. Maybe he felt like he had more time at Chelsea. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, just, I think it's a similar fit. And I, I think, you know, I'm looking out for my, my old mate here. There are so many views in this for Rory. And I want him to get those views. <laughs> From and, and, uh, from George, well, Graham he can't Potter. do Southgate out anymore, so they need something else. And Potter's perfect because he failed at Chelsea. Potter out, sorted. So you're thinking from purely a PR perspective for Rory Jennings that <laughs> yeah. you want to see Graham I Potter think, yeah, out? I, I just uh, thinking about as well. Actually, it leaves it leaves a gap in the catalogue during the international break, which we all know is very difficult to get views. Very good point. Yeah, um, that, this is going to be the next couple of years of the international break just being filled with. <laughs> 
is this guy going to feel this? The inverted what? The deep who? Like all these kind of things. Uh, so yeah, I'll go Potter. Um, oh. I want Klopp or Guardiola. Klopp. I James think... has just thrown up in his mouth a little yeah, bit. Yeah, look. I, cheating. I, I, it's cheating. I, I, I look cheating. at the, this, the next generation of, of England players and I think if you're a manager like that who maybe feels like they've done what they want to in the game, possibly I don't know if they do or don't, it feels like they've done what they want to in the game. What's the next step? Who are the team that you look at in international football and say, maybe there's something there? And I think if you... They've been here for such a long time, been such a massive part of the Premier League and the fabric of English football. I think it'd be a good cultural fit. And I think they'd be respected. And I think if that is announced... There's a massive buzz around England. Very smart. They're adopted Englishmen. This yeah. is brilliant. As long as you get the passport. Get the five, was it five years, you get the passport. I think, I think you know, Klopp's been in, how long has he been in Liverpool? Since 2015. Eight and a half years, almost nine you know, years. He's got the key to the city. Like, you know, I, for me... Mm, Scout's not English. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, for me, I, 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 he's German. Yeah. Like he's 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 the most German. <laughs> yeah. I've ever German, seen. not English. Jurgen <laughs> Klopp, German. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I just think, I, I think, I think he will feel an affiliation. And it's done so much for English football that I would love that to happen. I don't think Jurgen Klopp looks at England at all, especially <laughs> given his relationship to the press and goes, "I owe these men something." <laughs> I don't think he owes it, but I, th- I think he, I-, I think he would feel excited by the opportunity. I think. Okay. I feel like he's more excited by the opportunity of managing Germany, and so that's the only reason that I would say he's not England manager is because I, I think... don't think you'll do it. I want him. Oh right, okay, okay. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But, well, um, yeah. Well, I quite in like that case, Karen. I want Johan Cruyff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back. <laughs> um, okay, Kai, do you want to check something? Yeah, I'd like like I like Carrick like, actually. If Carrick was a twenty ones like manager, mm-hmm. I yeah, could that'd be see nice. Him going straight in, but yeah. if he's at Middlesbrough, and, mm, yeah, not there's not a, there's not a low. A road I'm, aiming, back. I'm aiming clearly English. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Does Carsley count as English because he plays? He's got the Ireland job. Second Ireland job. I missed it. <laughs> so Carsley's the guy's not been worse. He's not away. Rogue shout for Lampard or Gerrard? No. I don't hate Lampard. Get I like him. I, as a person, <laughs> I like him. As a bloke, I like him. I really like Lampard. That's really rogue, though, isn't it? Now I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't hate Lampard. At one point, if we suggested that, I think a lot of people at the time, maybe early taking the first Chelsea stint go yeah I think you see it in the future at some point Whereas him some Jody Morris and Ashley Cole yeah. on the bench Brazil we're going to get Carlo Ancelotti we're up against that let's get the best possible manager would you not take generation. you're telling me you wouldn't take Carlo Ancelotti on the sidelines of course you would to be English mate it's just it's you have to be English. It's stupid. It's cheating. Think about what he owes the English press. <laughs> Think about what he thinks he owes us after spending a little bit of time in England. <laughs> Good point. Uh, a joy as always, guys. Um, Alex's YouTube channel is Arsenal-focused oh. and it's fantastic. It is called The Different Knock. Go and check it out. Lawrence McKenna has a channel. It's called, you're not going to believe this, <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence McKenna. McKenna. I also have Lawrence McKenna on LFC now. It's like a whole second channel. Just oh, have I, you. I couldn't oh, do... Lovely. It's almost at 10k. So if anyone wants to go over there and get it, good. You can get it. Um, Links will be yeah. in the description. Oh, thank you very much. And, uh, and, Kai's, and Kai's got a TikTok that's like popping off. Although it's been a little dormant for about a month. Um, does he go like? Does he go like the fullbacks are <laughs> <laughs> inverting. Is that I go, more of a FIFA guy? You won't believe the best striker on the year. Right? Yeah, I love yeah. that. Wait till the end. Um, and think? most importantly, <laughs> James, the podcast you're listening to right now. Um, do us a favour. Be kind and click a button for me. Okay. Well, five that? stars. Five star rating. Thank five you, Al. Thank it you. does us a favour in the charts. It does help. It really does help. And um, it helps my ego, which is, I've got one as well, believe it or not. I know. Would you ever uh, go into management? I would love to do management. Yeah. You know, obviously, it's, it's public knowledge you've got a 
kid, right? Yes. Would you ever... I mean, no, some people just, you know... Um, I try and manage him all the time. No, but what I mean by that is some dads see themselves as like that Sunday league No. Yeah, is he on Project Mbappe? No, I'm no. not even saying Do you want to annoy me about this, this Project what? Mbappe? What has it got to be Mbappe? Yeah. Who do you want? He's, what, I don't know. Project Sheringham. He's Sheringham. English. Project Sheringham. Yeah. Project, Project Clint Hill. Yes. I've met Clint Hill. I've been Hello. to Clint Hill's house. He was so Hello. lovely and a wonderful host. I'm not surprised by that whatsoever. He was such a lovely guy and so open about his um, defensive mistakes during his career. So, yeah, sure. But I, um, I just wonder if Bellingham. I could see you as being the approachable, affable father yeah. that, you know, other parents get incredibly frustrated by because they go, why isn't he fielding my son? But yeah. when they come over and go, well, Jimmy isn't playing, you go, well, Jimmy hasn't... <laughs> well, Jimmy hasn't selected him. Yeah. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Jimmy is also, he's not English, mate, so I can't... Yeah, yeah. I think Sorry. you're the voice yeah. of reason to a fiery, fiery manager. Absolutely. Uh, oh, what, well, I'm the assistant manager. James, uh, as assistant at a starting level, and then we, mm, then we right. I also think there's a hidden side to James that everyone sees on YouTube where, sure... He will shove a guy if he has to. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm intrigued to know what the examples of that are. Well, I, I think there was one on video at one point. Yeah, shove the. <laughs> yeah. That's a very old clip. But it, James just gets very into it when it really matters. Yes, yeah. And like he really, he just loves. Like when James gets into it, I think he's that manager that back, everyone man. can get behind. And you know, I can see it being like a Hollywood Disney type movie. Yeah. Where they kind of go. Well, the XO, I got a bit carried away, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were yeah. immense for XO. You captained in a football team at Wembley. Don't forget yeah. that, James. I would, yeah. I would never do the kids' management. I just don't need that. I've always wanted to, to manage a team, but I just, I don't know where you find the. Would you do your badges? Again, I, I did two of them, and then. Woodcraft. It's so much better. Yeah, 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 got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got my fifteen. Hey, Dougie. As well. Hey, Dougie. I got my duck badge. My leaf badge. The um, so many people wouldn't get that. But, um, I did the first two badges. Like, it sounds terrible. But, like, paperwork's paperwork's stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. stupid. I've done two. It's Have you? Right, yeah. C as well. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, but yeah. worth it though. But I love you know like apart from um, apart from having um, fights, I, I I'm envious of Stephen Houseman when he gets to manage a football team. Yeah, that was horrific. Crazy, what happened right? to him? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like he's also the kind of guy where um, he if he approaches you, you think he might hit you. <laughs> so maybe sometimes they want to get the first blow. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, engage in that. I don't think with Stephen because I think I'm going to lose that fight. Absolutely, he's, he's like done. a beast. He, he looks like a UFC he, fighter. He, what he's done, he's had UFC. Anyway, we're going it's on something. Yeah. Um, follow the podcast. Have a great week. Speak soon. And there's another podcast later in the week. Enjoy that as well. Thank you. Bye.